The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Mark Henry, and Bully Ray talk AEW Collision, especially the punk promo and the return of his AEW World Championship. Are we going to get the same from Thunder Rosa when she comes back? Also, we get into Adam Cole and MJF, the hottest thing going in AEW. And from the world of the WWE, ring announcer Samantha Irvin joins us right now on the Busted Open podcast. We heard from CM Punk, AEW Collision this past Saturday, and... You know, we've seen Punk with the bag. What's in the bag? Well, we found out. It was the AEW World Heavyweight Championship that he never lost. He never tapped out, as he said in his promo. Never got pinned, never submitted, never lost that championship. He was out because he got injured. And then he spray paints the X. That's my mark. I'm straight straight edge. And then he says the line that is probably the biggest heelless line that he could possibly say in the middle of the ring on Saturday. He says... I'm straight edge, so that makes me better than you. Now, was he talking to MJF, or was he talking to the people in the audience, and was he talking to the people at home? I don't know, but that's what Punk said. So immediately, I'm thinking, well, wait a second here. Didn't is that is are we going to get Thunder Rosa coming back, holding a bag with a, with an AEW Women's Championship in it? Because because Thunder you know, Rosa Gabby. didn't. Thunder Rosa didn't get pinned. Thunder Rosa didn't tap out. So if Punk can do it, can Thunder Rosa? That is, wow, did they paint themselves into a corner on Saturday. I thought the same thing. Go ahead, Mark. I thought entirely the same thing, Dave. When, when When as soon as he said that I never got beat, I never tapped out, and I still have, I was like, wow. So that's the play Thunder Rosa should have made. Well, Bully, right? I'm 1,000% in agreement because when you just started to talk coming out of break about Punk in the ring with the bag, the first thing I thought of was Thunder Rosa. And I'm like, shit, Dave's going in one direction. But the first thing I thought of was Thunder Rosa 
how am I going to, you know, I, I wanted to bring up Thunder Rosa, but you just did. 1,000%. Punk had to relinquish the title. He gets 10 plus minutes in ring on live TV. Thunder Rosa has to relinquish the title. She gets a minute in the back. We talked about it. We were all pissed off about it. It didn't make sense. It didn't seem fair. And in wrestling, I don't like the word fair because fuck fair. Whatever is best for, for, for your show business. is what business is what matters. And don't tell me giving Punk 10 minutes in the ring and Thunder Rosa one minute in the back is best for business. If anything, that tells me you could care less about your women's division or Thunder Rosa in general. Now, Punk in the middle of the ring with the bag, with the championship that he didn't lose because he was out injured. Oh, by the way, you have the same exact situation with Thunder Rosa. So hopefully, fingers crossed, pretty please, with sugar on top. For Winston Wolf, give Thunder Rosa the same amount of TV time to say the same things and have her mirror CM Punk. I don't care if she busts a match. I don't care if she busts somebody else's promo. I don't care if they give her the TV time just dedicated to her. Thunder Rosa has to come out here and said, CM Punk said exactly what I wanted to say because we have the same damn situation. I never lost this championship either. Bully and Mark, please, both of you, if, if, if I'm lying about anything, stop me or if i'm being biased stop me because i think anybody that listens to this show knows that we have a relationship with thunder thunder is a host on this show so again people might be saying i'm a little bit biased here but but please by all means stop me if i'm not saying anything that's the truth go ahead we are not talking about thunder rosa the co-host on busted open we are talking about thunder rosa the pro wrestler at AEW, who never lost her women's championship. I could give a damn less about what she does on this show. This is apples and oranges. But but follow me here, though, Bully, because I want you to jump in if I'm saying something that's not the truth, and Mark, you as well. Like, I, 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 think, I, I think I can be honest by saying, man, Thunder got, Thunder got fucked, all right? And, and here's why. Now, we all know Thunder. We've had Thunder on this show a million times before she became a host. Great story. Amazing story about the journey that Thunder took to get to AEW, much less win that AEW Women's Championship. She explained that story on our show. She never got the chance to explain that story on AEW television, which I think would be dramatic TV and I think would get people even more emotionally invested in Thunder and would bring people in. Then Thunder, you know, because Thunder had, what, top three biggest AEW matches so far in the five-year span of AEW, that Lights Out match with Dr. Britt Baker. I mean, that won Pro Wrestling Illustrated's match of the year. Well, You know, when's the last time you can, you can hang your hat on something like that? She wasn't, Thunder wasn't even signed with AEW when that match happened. But because that match was so good and that match got so much attention, she got signed after that match and became a part of the AEW roster. Then she wins the AEW Women's Championship. Even after winning the AEW Women's Championship, 
She still never had an opportunity to talk on the microphone. She never had a chance to cut a promo. If you remember, she was about to cut a promo and she got attacked by Nyla Rose. She never really had an opportunity to have microphone in hand and to cut a promo. You said 10 minutes for Punk. She never even had a chance to talk for two minutes in the middle of the ring with that championship in her hand. Then Thunder gets injured, right? Thunder gets injured, and what happens when Thunder, Thunder gets injured? For people who don't remember, she got ridiculed. People mocked her. People were saying that she wasn't really injured. There were people making claims that... People said re- that. What's that? There were people at AEW that said that. They Right? That she wasn't actually even hurt, and that the, the, she was claiming she was hurt, so she didn't have to drop the AEW Women's Championship. Am I right? Correct. And then they they have a, uh, a a new champion. They crown a new champion, interim champion, and then all the bullshit, people pointing fingers and blaming Thunder. And again, that's not Thunder's decision. That's Tony Khan's decision that there's an interim champion. And then they, they take the interim championship away, and they made Tony Storm the real world champion. And Jamie Hayter had that championship and so on and so forth. Like, if Thunder comes back and she's working her ass to get back, she took a lot of shit. She took a lot of shit. If they don't thrust her into, into like, the main event, into a feud, you know, give her an opportunity with microphone in hand to get all these aggressions out that she's had to put up with for the last 11 and a half months, then shame on them. Because if anybody deserves to get their championship back, and if there's anybody that deserves to get 10 minutes like Punk did on Saturday to explain her situation, it's Thunder Rosa. Am I lying or am I telling the truth? Complete truth. You're 100% telling the truth, Dave. Um, but that's that's up to the company. And I don't make the rules. I don't, I don't have a say-so. You know, I hope that... I just gotta do like you. I hope that things work out. That's that's all. That's all I can do. Yeah. This is this is their chance to make up for the missed opportunity by not granting her the same amount of television time that they gave to Punk because it was the exact same situation. I don't care if it was stripped of the title, handing over of the title, yada yada. It's about the underlying. Uh, conversation of why does Punk get all of this time, but Thunder Rosa got none of it. Thunder Rosa is going to come back. She'll come back strong, and and I mean physically strong on her part. Hopefully, the company puts her in a situation to become strong in the people's eyes again. She has earned the right. She has deserved the right. You brought up the the Pro Wrestling Illustrated match of the year. It takes two to tango. Britt Baker is not the reason why that match got voted match of the year. Thunder Rosa is not why they got that got voted match of the year. That got voted match of the year because of Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. It takes two to tango. And to and to and to back up what I'm talking about, I am a recipient two times of match of the year by Pro Wrestling Illustrated and I would never take credit for doing it on my own. That was about six guys. So Britt, it's not because of you and Thunder Rosa, it's not because of you. It's because of the both of you ladies. You both deserve the uh, adulation and the accolades. 
So hopefully the powers that be realize that and give Thunder the biggest baby face that they can have in their division in AEW if handled the right way. Give her her due and her time. I don't have Thunder Rosa's phone number. I'm not on her fucking Christmas card list. Yada, yada. She's just a fellow co-host here. As a co-host, I think she does a good job. As an in-ring talent, I think she does a phenomenal job. So smarten up, AEW. I, I, I Can you think of anybody that had, first of all, the journey to get to where she was, and then also, Bully, that had to go through the ridicule that Thunder had to go through? I'll use the example of that All Access show. That was that All Access show was mostly about Thunder and the accusations on Thunder and all the questions about Thunder and you know that she's being accused of holding back the women's division. Well, I I, I mean th- that poor woman had to take a lot of shit. This Drag is her opportunity to give her the microphone and let her speak her piece. Drag through the it mud. It would make her yes. the biggest baby face. In that company. Without a shadow of a doubt, when you if, pour it out and you and 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 the tears come and uh the understanding of I feel like I don't want everybody to be sad for me. I just want the opportunity to make this shit right. Give me the opportunity to make this right. I was hurt. And the wrong moves were made for me to be back into the good graces. I love announcing on the Spanish commentary team. I love working with all of the community service teams and trying to travel internationally and do things to help uplift the Mexican community. But I'm a wrestler, and I didn't get to defend myself. I had to lay down. I had to. I had to. I had to walk out of the room when the decisions about my career were being made. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, you're not even in a, a part of that. I could not rebuttal or respond, retort, retort even to the people that was talking shit about me. Mm. So where does it leave me? Right to this moment. Standing in front of all of you, God and everybody. I want my title back. At least give me the opportunity to have that. It's it's only fair. It's you know only you said saying. fair. It's only fair. And brother, you will have the biggest, cutest, cuddliest baby face in the company. If 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 Mark, if she's only able to tell half her story, she would be the ba- biggest baby face. We did a special here on Busted Open for Mental Health Awareness Month, and Thunder was a guest on that show, and she talked about. I mean, she she talked about suicidal thoughts in in that episode because of what she had to go through. Imagine working your ass off to get to the moment where you get signed and you win a championship and you have that moment. 
and then it's taken away from you because of injuries. And as you guys know, in athleticism and athletes and sports, injuries are going to happen. But then you have to deal with having the injury. You have to deal with an injury. And you have to deal with the, the complications that arise from that. And knowing that you, you accomplish something, but now that's taken away because of injury. And then you're going to have people, coworkers and fans, accuse you of faking that injury. And you have to deal with that. And then you have to deal with the social media backlash from that. Dunter doesn't do our own social media because of that. So imagine having to go through the pain, both physically and mentally, and then you're going to have people accuse you and point fingers at you that you're faking it, that it's not a real injury. I mean, man, this woman's been through a lot. I just hope that she gets her opportunity at least to get back at the top of the ladder again. And if I had the pencil, here's how you do her opportunity. And feel free to respond how you guys would react to this. Who's your current AEW Women's Champion? Tony Storm. Tony Storm versus Britt Baker in Wembley. Britt Baker goes over, stands in the middle of the ring. Britt Baker is your new AEW Women's World Champion. Hit Thunder Rose's music. Bring back Thunder in Wembley. Thunder and Britt Baker face-to-face for the championship that uh, to set up the story for the championship that Thunder never lost in the first place and to reset the two most over women in the division, Thunder and Britt, because there is no bigger match in AEW or rematch or story than Thunder versus Britt inside the ring and outside of the ring. There's your money. But if money is not a motivating factor, then fuck it. Well, you know what you could do, Bully? (laughs) Bully, if you want, there you go. Britt beats Tony at all in in front of 78,000 people, whatever it is. Thunder's music hits, like you said, to run it face to face. When do you have the, when do you have that match next week? There you go at all out in Chicago. It's that easy. Unless of course you have somebody in the equation that doesn't want it to be that net credit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day loans offered by net credit or lending partner banks and serviced by net credit application subject to review and approval learn more at netcredit.com partner net credit credit to the people for 25 years mike's has been making lemonade the hard way mike's hard lemonade hard days deserve a hard lemonade Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Easy. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Well, they did a great job in, in the tag match. And again, once again, FTR with another good. epic tag match on Collision, which, by the way, Collision is becoming one of my favorite shows of the week. Um, and I and I and they present it differently than Dynamite. I, and people are really digging like the Saturday night's main event vibe at the beginning of Collision each and every Saturday. They're doing a really good job. But it's really what happened after that tag match that got people talking. And that's Adam Cole and MJF. And even what happened with MJF when the cameras were off and collision was over. All right, so... Pizza. Now, yes, and we're going to get into the pizza in just a second. But everybody's waiting for the bottom to drop out of this friendship between Adam Cole and MJF. And I think a lot of people thought that that might happen as as early as this past Saturday. Yeah. Because, first of all, they lose the match. MJF blames himself. He puts all the blame on himself. And he was angry and pissed off at himself that they lost. He took the blame for it. But then there was a moment where Adam Cole turned his back on MJF. MJF has the world championship in his hands. Adam Cole turns his back on MJF. And even, Bully, you'll love this, the fans wanted MJF to hit Adam Cole in the back of the head. They're actually cheering MJF on. If there was ever a moment to turn on Adam Cole, Saturday night was the night to do it, but MJF didn't bite. MJF dropped that championship, turned around, and gave Adam Cole a hug. He could have done Because listen, MJF is the only person in this friendship that has, has anything to lose. And that's that world championship. If he wanted to take care of business, he could have You're done wrong. it on Saturday. He didn't do it. Go ahead, Mark. You're wrong. And okay. I, I don't know if I've ever told you you was wrong. Tell I'm glad I'm here way, to see it. He's got way more to lose than just the championship. He's got the he's he can lose his friend. He said he didn't have many or any. He ain't never played video games with somebody because he ain't never had nobody to play them with. Yep. 
if he did that, he loses friend. But that's the point, and Mark. That's exactly the, title, the point. The title will be secondary at that. And point. that see what you just said. I don't think anybody would think about that with MJF. I think when you look at MJF, all you think about is that world championship. I don't think anybody. Listen, when this started and this story started, everybody thought that he was just using Adam Cole to get him out of the title picture. I'm going to use him. I'm going to get him out of the title picture and that I don't have to worry about him being an opponent. But look what's happened during this story. MJF actually approached Adam Cole and said, you know what? I'm going to give you a championship opportunity. Then, then Saturday had a chance to take Adam Cole out and he didn't do it. So, where see, is this you going? Notice why? Why? You you know you know why he didn't? Because guilt. You know when you have guilt. When you care. There was never a point where MJF gave a shit about nobody other than himself, or Goldie. Now he and and Adam Cole, put himself out to be the martyr. Okay, go ahead. Just do it. If that's what you. That's where this is. That's where we're going. Just do it. And the guilt made him say, "Fuck, I do care. I really care." Which did what to me? It told me, "Click." Okay, Adam is the one that's gonna turn. Wow. All right. I like where you're going. Bully, are you buying what MJF is selling right now? Because it's one thing to hear him say it, but it's other things to see it play out. Like, are we seeing a completely different MJF, or at some point is he going to just pull the rug out from under your feet? I think MJF is reeling Adam Cole in and waiting for the exact right opportunity to cut his throat. I think Adam Cole is going to be one step ahead of him. Okay? There's a scene in the movie Inglorious Bastards, a Tarantino movie, in which they're all in the bar and they're drinking, and the guy puts up the wrong symbol for the number three, again, with the uh, the commander from the German army, and he's got a gun pointed at the guy, right? Yeah. I think MJF has a gun pointed at Adam Cole right now, but when we get to the end, Adam Cole is going to remind MJ or, or smarten up MJF that he's at a gun pointed at his balls the whole time. I think Adam Cole sees this coming, where the, the, the beauty of what they're doing now is I don't think anybody is willing to bet their life savings on how Mark, you're shaking your head. I'm not betting mine. No, okay, I no okay. I thought you were gonna, gonna say gonna I'll do. bet my life savings. No, I, I'm I, I put I put it on, I said I knew that it was gonna happen last on, on um on Saturday. I knew it was going to happen. And when Adam Cole did this, just do it, I went, oh, shit. They got me. And they didn't do it. I was like, and they hugged. I was like, oh, 
What these is are going all, on here? These are all parts of the swerve. They have so many different avenues they can go down. They're telling the story. The story is getting a reaction. And every week they can cut and paste or trim the fat or add or take away to this story based on how the people are going with it. I don't think any of this is set in stone. And if it is, I believe it is definitely open to change by the time they get to the actual very end of it. Mm. Who would, do you want to, do you really think MJF is going to be, be the Uber baby face at the end of this story? And Adam Cole no. is going to be the heel. No, I don't. I think that Adam Cole will do what he, what he needs to do to, to, uh, establish himself as the Adam Cole we used to see at NXT. And then once that happens, MJF will go on a killing spree. Hey everyone, Genti Ashenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league, or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers. We're going to have Samantha Irvin in just a minute or two. Hey, Samantha, how are oh, you? Awesome. I think we got you. Hi. Yeah, we hear I'm you. good. How are you guys? I, I'm excited because right. this is the first time that we've had you here on Busted Open. So thanks for the time today. Well, thank you guys. I'm so excited. It's an honor. And Samantha, I'll say this, and I had the chance to watch you live in action this past Monday at Monday Night Raw, I was in Georgia for Raw. And what you have done, and obviously everybody has been able to hear and see you on Monday Night Raw, but what you do during the commercial breaks, what you do when the camera's not on you, how you interact with the crowd. I mean, I don't think I've seen a ring announcer be able to connect with the crowd like the way that you've been able to connect with the crowd. Oh my gosh, that is that is a huge compliment. Thank you so much. I'm having the best time. Like, I, it's basically like I'm just going to the show every week, and then they just give me a mic. So I'm like, okay. Well, here, here's what we'll do, Samantha. Like, I'm such a fan of your ring announcing, and this is bully, by the way. I'm such a fan of your ring announcing that I would like to hear you announce me on Busted Open right now. Wow. So that's. 285 pounds from Hell's Kitchen, New York City, Bully Ray. Please announce me in your best Samantha way. Okay. From Hell's Kitchen, weighing in at 285 pounds, Bully Ray! I loved it. That was phenomenal. I loved it. I loved it. Phenomenal. <laughs> Bully, can you do me a favor tonight on Raw? Can you jump the rail? Can you jump the guardrail? Because I want to hear that announcement. Can you do that? Let's Absolutely. do it. You know, and the, I that go through this awesome. every week when I'm trying to think. I'm like, well, I could do it this way or I could do it that way because I could have sang it a little bit. You know, Bully Ray. And then, you know, you're can constantly you, can you, thinking. Can you do Tommy Dreamer, but 425 pounds? No, don't do not do that, Samantha. <laughs> oh, don't, 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 do listen, don't listen to I'm not going to do you like that, Tommy. But you know what? Wow. But one thing that you've... 
uh, let's let's talk about it because you know the adjustment from SmackDown to Monday Night Raw. You know, you went from both shows seamlessly, but I love the way that you announced Chelsea Green and Chelsea Green's name. Like, was what did you have a conversation with Chelsea beforehand before you started doing that, or did you just do that on your own? Well, so I, I did that on my own. Um, Actually, I haven't had a conversation with anyone prior to, except maybe Solo Sokoa. I, I talked to him a little bit about the attitude for his. But with Chelsea, I mean, she just came back in her attitude. It just, it didn't feel right to just say Chelsea Green. It didn't feel right. So I went for it and uh, the people liked it and she liked it. And, you know, she gave me her pointers. She said, listen, you know, this is the, this is the hand cream you got to use. This is the coffee that I drink. These are the details that'll bring it to the next level. And then, you know, now, now it's Chelsea Green. (laughs) So the first time you did it, like, were you hoping that she was going to like it? Like what was, what were you feeling like the first time you interacted with her knowing that you made that announcement? Um, I was hoping that she was going to like it, but I think once we saw kind of the reaction on Twitter, it it seemed like it was a positive reaction from the fans. So I felt better about it, you know, because you get caught up in the moment. You know, Samantha, Samantha, with with the WWE, um, you know, they, they like to be able to control, you know, what's going on at, you know, every moment in time, um, are they giving you free reign or do you have to ask permission at, at, you at this I was just about to ask that. Well, I'm not surprised because <laughs> we, because we know, listen, it's, it's not a negative. We just know how things are over there. Yeah. You know, you so are they, are you doing such a great job with it that they, they're like, go ahead, go do your thing, improvise and get something over that we've never really, you know, other than Howard Finkel, Who's, you know, the, the, the voice of the, you know, uh, of the WWF. Right. I think you're you're walking right in Howard's shoes with the way you an- announce people. Wow. That's, that's that's crazy. That's a tremendous compliment. When I got the offer, you know, Mark Henry called me and he was like, listen to the greats, you know, listen to Fink, listen, you know, listen to the great announcers. And I was like, I'm, I'm already I'm already there. Like, I'm, I'm listening. I'm ready. Um, I think that it happened kind of at a, it was a transition period. So when I got hired was the end of the Thunderdome era. Um, Pat McAfee was still on SmackDown. NXT was turning into NXT 2.0. So there were a lot of changes happening that I think I kind of was able to kind of slide in and be a little crazy. I do credit a lot of that to Michael Cole, because once I started, he was like, hey, go for it. He's like, I know we're used to doing things a certain way, you know, he's like, but if something comes over you and you, and you want to go for it, just go for it. And luckily a lot of what I've thrown at the wall has stuck. Um, I think I, I I don't want to put words in Mr. McMahon's mouth, but since he didn't like yell at me or anything, uh, I think that he was happy with what I was doing. I mean, I got called up and within two weeks, I was in the ring doing Royal Rumble. Two months later, two, three months later, I'm in the ring with him at WrestleMania. So even though we never spoke, uh, I took those as signs that he was happy with what I was doing. And um, 
yeah, that's basically it. I think I, I definitely got lucky, you know, with just all of the factors that were at play when I started. Samantha, it's not luck. It's not luck. <laughs> yeah. you, 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 know what, you know what I saw and the reason that I called you? Hmm. I've been wondering this for a long time. Lack of fear. When you were on um, The Voice or American Idol or which one of those shows I saw, um, you spoke to them like they were your children. <laughs> you were like, guys, this is, this is who I am. This is what it's about. Yeah. This is, the lack of fear is what you need in wrestling. Now, wow. You being kind on the eyes played a factor, but the fact <laughs> that you can sing, the fact that you played instruments, the fact that you can dance, like all of those things, multiplicity, like the, the having multiple talents is what you need to succeed in wrestling. You already had it. You just didn't, you was in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> I just I made that. the phone call. Listen, you know, so, I'm, I'm forever grateful, forever grateful to you. Everything that you've done, you earned. I just opened the door. And I say that about everybody that I've ever had success with is they were already there. They just needed polishing and an introduction. That's it. And, like, and Mark, you she's own it, it that you did it. She, and she's killing it, Mark. And and that's what I wanted to ask you, Samantha, about that journey, because the first time and we still have not yet to, to meet face to face, but we were on a podcast together. This was during the lockdown. I I want to say it was just about three years ago that we yeah. were on a podcast together and, and you know, you, you mentioned, I didn't even know that you are even a wrestling fan when I was on the podcast. Uh, wow. Ju just talk about that journey. Cause again, three years ago, isn't that long ago? So, so like talk about like w how crazy and what a whirlwind these last three years have been for you. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, at that time with the pandemic, I, I was uh, living in Vegas. I live in Vegas now. I was a part of a bunch of different production shows and I was like a swing. So I would learn the show, come in if you needed me. So every other night I was in a different place. When the pandemic happened, everything closed. You know, we all know we're all in our house. Uh, I was asked to do this podcast to like recap the week in wrestling. And I, I'm a I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. And that's something that like everybody who ever has known me knows this. So I have a lot of childhood friends calling me like, this is crazy. You know, my old teachers who used to like dog me for talking about wrestling in school. Now they're like, oh, you guys coming to Providence? Well, I'm like, this, this is hilarious. But I've always had like a mind for it just because my dad and, and growing up watching it and you're talking about it, you're asking questions. You're like, well, why, why is this happening? And my dad always had his philosophical way of answering that still protected, protected the magic for me, but I slowly learned as I got older. And I, I think from that time that we spoke, I mean, I don't know because people ask me all the time and I also credit you, David, because I'm like, I mean, I did this podcast. Now all of a sudden Mark Henry's tweeting me. So um, it was just something fun to do. I honestly had thought that I was going to like Seth Green my way in to wrestling like I thought someday I'll do something involved like I'll have a number one song and then I'll come sing at Wrestlemania like that's I've always wanted to be involved in some way 
Um, so I didn't think this would be the way, but there's no, I mean, it, it was perfect. And also to know that every part of my career, when you're singing and you're performing and you're hoping that someone hears you or that the next thing will come. And the fact that Mark Henry, you are the person who discovered me. You're really the reason why the world hears my voice, which was my only goal really was just that my voice is heard. I mean, I really do owe it to you. It's, it's the perfect, perfect story for me. It's the, it's a dream come true. It's the best job ever. I'm, I, I don't even know. I think we were just talking about, I remember talking about Ray and Dominic with you, David, on the podcast, because that's kind of what got me back in. I said, oh, this is, this is bigger than the business. You know, this is father and son, and they kind of locked me back in. So it's just been, it's been a whirlwind. Now I'm sitting there. Now I'm like avoiding Dominic, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> but, but, you know, and, but I talked about that raw and you have a gift and Mark, you saw it obviously and bully, you know what I'm talking about. Like Samantha, like when, when the lights, the, the, the house lights go on and they're in commercial break, like she'll do sing alongs with the audience. Like it's not <laughs> like, cause, cause Samantha, yeah. I'll be the first one to say, I always would say on this show that the best shows to go to are the live events because when it comes to SmackDown, it comes to Monday Night Raw, there's a lot of downtime. There's backstage vignettes. There's commercial breaks. But when I went to the Raw this past Monday and I got to see firsthand how you interact with the crowd, I look at it completely different now. Because you'll look at the crowd, you'll look at the signs, you'll read off the signs, you'll do sing-alongs, you'll interact with the crowd. Like, you make it so, you take the show and you take it to another level. To say that about wow. a ring announcer is very, very rare. You do that, Samantha. So all the credit to you because you've been able to take an experience and make it so much better. So I'm glad Thank that you. you're able to get the opportunity to do that. Thank you. Absolutely. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I, I mean, in theater, we say if you can see them, they can see you. So I'm just, you know, doing what's in my theater bones. And, and like I said, I'm there experiencing it like uh, like everybody. Like I'm watching it and I'm I'm going through it just as if I was a ticket holder. So, you know, I want it to be the best night ever for everybody that's there. Samantha, you said you were a wrestling fan before you got the gig. Now you got the best seat in the house. <laughs> who who do you enjoy the most when you see them come out there and perform? Or who do you look forward to? To the most and don't oh. say everybody you know man uh be honest and pick somebody okay my first this is this is random but the first person that comes to my mind is butch that's the first person that i'm just like oh butch is butch has a match oh okay it's about to be crazy tonight okay and um, why butch i think because from the minute he comes out until he leaves he is locked in. His eyes are locked in. Physically, he's locked in. He's just—he's wild. He's a—he's a—he's a wild man. So I do enjoy him. Um, and you guys, that's hard because I absolutely love the roster right now. Obviously, I'm big on Imperium. I enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Imperium. Your oh my your god, that's of so Imperium good. goes viral every single time. I'm just so <laughs> thankful that they moved to Monday Night Raw with you because that would have been a major loss if they didn't. Well, you know they keep couples together, so they had to keep yes. you and Gunther together. Uh, that's true. That, that, that's right. what I'm telling people. Yes, I, that... I, 
I love Imperium. I, I love, and, and also, you know, the whole thing with Ludwig Kaiser and how it all sounds like, you know, that day when Ludwig was going to come out for the very first time, you know, we're sitting around, we're, we're waiting, we're talking about what's going to, you know, the order of events and whatnot. And Ludwig Kaiser's coming out and they come to me and they go, okay, Ludwig Kaiser's, you know, you're going to intro Ludwig Kaiser. I'm like, Ludwig Kaiser? And then that was just how I always said it. Because I'm like, who is Ludwig Kaiser? But it's the way so you do it and your, and your facial expressions. Your, you know what? I'm Italian. Bully, you know what I'm talking about. We talk with our hands. And Swiss. And, and it's amazing when Samantha is doing the Imperium, you know, ring announcement. She, you know, when she's announcing, she does. She, it's, she's amazing. She's amazing. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I, I, I think when I'm thinking about hearing, hearing how you guys are responding to it makes me feel very warm and fuzzy because I have my memories to this day of the things that I absolutely loved. I love when this person says this, even if it's just something so random. So yeah. I'm happy that I'm, that I was able to bring that to people and they'll have that memory. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.